0: Welcome back to the Dare to Dream podcast, a podcast for people who think differently and challenge the status quo. On each episode of the show, we give you a front row seat into our personal journeys as we question everything and ensure we are living a life that is truly our own.
1: Challenged last week to kind of think back on our year 2020, what we learned from it, even if it wasn't, you know, Starting new jobs or just these big life changes, just what little things do we learn about ourselves? And I was actually writing last night about the things that I accomplished this year that I'm really proud of. And it was leaving my job to begin a career and a lifestyle that I truly believe in and love, which is writing. And I'm seeing it evolve just every day into something new and having these little realizations that like I had last night that maybe without coronavirus happening, I would not be where I am today because at this beginning of quarantine, when I left my job, um, I've talked about it before, but the original plan was to move to Japan and teach English. And I would probably be either leaving right now to do that or gearing up to go. And I just, last night it kind of hit me, I was like, maybe I I wasn't ready for it yet. and. This all could have happened for a reason. Who knows if we've been doing this podcast, if everything went according to plan, and you know, coronavirus didn't hit. Who knows if I even would have like started building my own kind of personal brand into what it is now, which I'm so happy about, and it's like it brings me so much joy to to build that and work on it every day. Um, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't. I've moved to San Diego. Like, who knows what's gonna happen next year for. For our lives and creating this Dare to Dream brand. So it really just hit me that, you know, everything has happened for, for a reason. And you got to see kind of the silver lining of things. And we're not in a position that we're in for nothing. So to see it for what it is. And I, so like I had a lot of big moments over the years that, uh, or over this past year, that have been really also just uh, getting getting my master's I wouldn't be doing that if, if I was leaving for Japan so I've had these these lifestyle changes and these big moments in the past year but it's also just been like through all those highs and um, the, the peaks just I've realized that being easier to myself in the valleys as well is something that I could definitely work on and because you know like it's not always going to be just full steam ahead. Like obviously, there's gonna be times that are, are very challenging, difficult, and during those times, I tend to be kind of tough on myself. And because when I don't feel like I'm giving my best, or when I don't feel like like either I'm like I'm sick or just I've messed up in some way, um, I feel like I can't produce my best work. Maybe like if I'm down on myself, I. Maybe start treating others worse, and um, honestly, that's like the biggest thing I can work on. Just being okay with the down times as well, and realizing they're very important to make the the mountains, the peaks, what they are. You need to have those valleys, and really let yourself just have the time to relax when when you need it, and um, just kind of let go. So that's what I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to and working on something I work on now, and but it's something that, that 2021 is going to be kinder to myself and easier in the, in the low points as well as the high points.
0: Okay, so be kinder to yourself and also realize that things may be happening for a reason. So yep. if something that looks like a red light, something that looks like a full stop, uh, an obstacle, it could actually be a blessing in disguise. Look for the silver lining. hmm
1: and I also thought about it just for my whole travel writing um, passion and dream that maybe like I if I just would have went to Japan without an idea of what I was really going to do like cause, so the plan was just teach English and then become a travel writer on the side like I, I don't really have a plan for that I would just I would just start like start writing a book or um, pretty much doing what I'm doing now but over there but maybe like for coronavirus, I'm going to come out of this with like a different perspective of travel and change the industry in that way or like just bring a new perspective to it. So that was like a big realization that this could be like exactly what I needed to take that next step.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. Character, like a photograph, develops in the darkness. There we go. And so during the coronavirus, maybe you got a new appreciation for travel, you... You'll just come back to it with, with so much happiness and love that there, you have the freedom to travel again, mm-hmm. and I think that will really come through in your writing and could potentially be a whole new a whole new brand.
1: Thanks, buddy. yeah, like' it's, it's actually just hitting me like right now as we're talking about it. <laughs> that yeah, it's just made me pre- like just over the past like summer, the the local trips that I've gone on have been like so meaningful to me, like backpacking with you like with our best friends to Kaiser Wilderness. Um, just places you could drive, going on a road trip with my family in the Southwest, going on this Pacific Northwest road trip that I'm about to go on. I, I Who knows if I would have been doing this stuff if right. I just was st- strictly focused on international travel. So, you know, think about your own life and how you can find the silver lining because there definitely is something to take away from all of this. And if we're not, we're just becoming more compassionate people and looking out for each other. That's been huge I love that and for me I really
0: like this exercise because it caused me to become really introspective and think about what I'm doing well and what I'm not and what I'm doing not well and I think my biggest takeaway for something that I want to go for more in 2021 is to really go for things and so I realized that while I've while I've taken some bold actions like quitting my job um There's still this fear of failure that is apparent in a lot of the things I do and I've decided that I'm going to really go for things. So full ownership, no matter what happens, I either put 100% of my effort in and I succeed or I put 100% of my effort in and I fall flat on my face. I want that binary yes or no because there's so many things that I've been doing where I will start a project and I'll work hard on it but I will there'll be some sort of qualifier of like, oh, I did my best given the resources I had, or I did my best given that I've never done this before. And that's not what I want to do in 2021. In 2021, I want to say, I did my best. I owned this, this is mine. It's either going to fail or it's going to succeed and then have full ownership of that. Because I think there's so many, so many things we're doing in our current life that we're just kind of half-assing it. And I'm a huge, Half <laughs> <I'm> a huge <laughs> half-asser no I'm just saying like I'm speaking to myself on this just yeah. as much as others um, there was multiple times in the past year where I did not commit to a relationship because I was scared of what it would look like if I went all in and then it failed mm-hmm. so it was easier for me to just pump the brakes before I got to that decision and just take the road of oh I'm too busy I'm not really sure what I want right now mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking now like it's, it's it's really dawning on me is like how much of myself am I leaving on the table or am I not bringing to the table because I'm not willing to go 110% in and
1: just be certain and own it right that's a great point also that for like our our goals and ambitions and stuff for, for the next year like a lot, I've just been seeing a lot of stuff like uh, like laughing at my 2020 goals because they're they're things that are determined on the environment like your environment around you like i'm gonna be traveling more i'm gonna be lose weight it's like these things you you only have so much control over them i like how we're creating goals that are based on only what we can control they're they're self-reliant self-reliant and no matter if the world just (laughs) keeps going down like world crumbles you can still follow your like that could be your goal still for 2021 is to whatever it is that you're doing to give it 110% and to know that you either dove in head first or that you didn't and I could whatever whatever happens with me I could just be easy on myself and so that's something to think about too what kind of goals you're setting Um, self set goals that aren't based on your circumstances they're based on what you can control in any circumstance
0: I like that. And I think that's super important. Um, there's a founder and podcaster and author, his name is Vishen Lakhiani, and he has a couple of self-reliant goals. And he says that those are the most important because in any operating scenario, you can achieve them. Mm-hmm. So one of his is that I will always love myself. And he talks about how he was essentially homeless for a time and he was still able to succeed with that goal because he could still love himself. Mm -hmm. he another one of his goals is that he will always be learning and he talks about again like if I'm ever fully homeless I can always go to the public library and rent a book there's always I mean with the internet now you can always find a way to learn and I think that is really important setting self reliant goals especially given the chaos and unpredictability of everything that's been going on exactly
1: so getting back to just the the fear of jumping into things that reminds me of so with green lights, you just finished it. um he talks about it doesn't matter as much as with as what you commit to as long as you commit to it with the entirety of your being. That was a great point because um, sometimes you know we get so caught up on a decision like is this the right decision? sometimes it's better to just make a decision and just commit to it with everything you have, and if you fail, you fail, and if it works out, then that's great but Sometimes we just get caught up and, yeah, who knows what we're leaving on the table because we're not fully committing to something either way.
0: I love, there's a quote in that book and it just punched me in the soul when I read <laughs> it. It was something along the lines soul of, puncher. it doesn't matter if you win or lose. All that matters is that you accept the challenge. Mm-hmm. And in the in the story he talks about, he was in Africa and he was staying in this town. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew we're, McConaughey. We're back, to, <laughs> we're back to the book. Back to Matt. Um. And he told he told the the village that he was a writer and a boxer, and because he said he was a boxer, a huge behemoth of a man came from a different village to challenge him to a fight and so essentially, he gets in a fight with the guy he holds his own, and he actually they end up kind of tying, but they kind of declare him as winner, but afterwards he's talking to like the tribes people, and they say, "You won the second you accepted the challenge. Yeah. We all thought you were going to get destroyed yeah, and that's just so powerful is that be less focused on the outcome and more focused on
1: your approach to the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. How do you approach every aspect of our life? Is it with everything we have? Or are we scared? Scared of failure? And we have to ask ourselves what we're really afraid of. Like, is it that we'll be rejected by other people? I mean, that's our most common fear. Is it that we're not being ourselves, inauthentic, when we ask ourselves what it is that we're afraid of, then that fear really just dwindles. It becomes so much less, and I think that's for me personally. Like like writing a book is a is a big fear because I almost fear that I don't have experience to write about. Like I'm 25, and I haven't. My life has been amazing this far. Like I've had incredible experiences, but what has really taught me. The greatest lesson that's like what i'm still looking for and i'm sure it's i'm sure it's right in front of me and it just takes kind of opening my eyes to see it because i have had incredible lessons throughout my life but i haven't had like you know that one book worthy experience yet so maybe that's what i'm searching for and maybe that's why i've been afraid to jump in to this thing with full confidence but i think that is something that I'm realizing more every day that I am able to do this and I am capable and I'm just becoming more loving to myself and understanding. And it's really been a fascinating journey.
0: (laughs) So I have two questions. The first would be, what do you think you would regret more? Do you think you would regret writing a book and having it flop or being 98 years old on your deathbed (laughs) and realizing that you never wrote a book because you were too scared to try? Definitely that.
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> there we go.
0: I think that's that's the biggest kind of reframe that I use in my life. Is yeah. I would rather try something. I would rather try and follow my dreams and fail than never mm-hmm. try at all and regret it. Um, and then the second one is it's interesting you brought that up because I've thought about this so much, especially being that I want to be in the personal development space. I want to inspire and motivate people to lead lives that they're truly in love with. Is the concept or the thought that we can't do that yet because we haven't hit rock bottom right why is
1: that like why does that have to be a thing
0: i think it's just because you read so many books about people who have hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. and they completely changed their lives so maybe they were an alcoholic or a heroin addict or just by sheer bad luck they lost everything Mm -hmm. and they're forced to change and come back but what i think the real lesson should be in that is that rock bottom forces you to pursue what's important and so what i want to do and what i think you would want to do as well is not wait for rock bottom show people that you can make this shift you can follow your dreams and what you're passionate about before that happens i think the reason why it's so common though for that to be the story is because when you're at rock bottom there's nowhere else to go Mm -hmm. so the only thing to focus on is
1: what's important to you there's no noise you get rid of all of that I agree with that for sure. Like it's, yeah, these people have hit rock bottom. They have to completely turn the life around, and maybe their the audience would relate to that because they're in a tough position too, and they need to find a way out. And yeah, I totally agree that it's it's our choice at any time to flip the switch and begin that ascent to become the greatest person that you that you could be, become all that you can be, and you don't need to go through some difficult time to realize that it can happen at any moment that this is the life i want to live and i'm going to start taking the steps today to make it a reality and so i think you know we're we're working through this concept ourselves but just talking about it is like making it a lot less scary that we do have what like all of us ever's listening you know you have what it takes to make your dream your reality and it just starts with a mindset shift Big picture thinking you have a dream that you want to accomplish and if you could do anything in your life, this would be it and It seems Inaccessible at the moment. You don't know how you're gonna get there. The path isn't very clear and that's Really how it is for me at the moment. I have a dream of becoming a travel writer kind of a travel brand where I could just create and tell stories of people and places and connections in the world and it's almost difficult to find the next steps of what I should be doing but coronavirus has, has made me instead of just jumping into like moving and which you know I'm sure that would have changed me in much in a different way and um, I, I can't even imagine what would happen but this has really caused me to take a step back and evaluate every step so this other concept that we're Um, I've been kind of thinking about is, you know, know what your dream is. Like if you could do anything and take some time to think about it and what you would want your life to look like, imagine that and hold on to that dream with everything you have, but be open to how it might come about. Like this year has really been a new avenue for me and for this podcast and creating my, my personal brand and the stories that I have created to get there in a way that I, maybe couldn't have imagined before so hold on to your dream and really get clear on what that is but be open to how it might happen because odds are it won't happen exactly the way that you think it will.
0: Ooh, that's so powerful because I find for myself the only times when I'm feeling really down or feeling like things aren't going my way is when I tell myself that it should be different and so being open to however your dream is unfolding just accepting that and realizing that it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. There's going to be a lot of hardship and a lot of valleys where it may not even seem like it's helping you move towards your goal, but it is in a a roundabout way. So maybe this is a life lesson that's teaching you a value that you need to know that's going to come up later in your life, or it's just showing you the lows so you can truly appreciate the highs. I think that's something that isn't talked about much in today's society, especially with social media. We only show people the side of ourselves that we want them to see. We only show them when we're at our best, when we're looking our prettiest, when we're doing the coolest things. And yet we don't talk about this whole other half of life that is essentially tough. Mm -hmm. It's the hard parts that really make you appreciate what you have that's good. And I think it's important to talk about that and sit in that and enjoy it
1: 100% that's, enjoy the pain <laughs> enjoy the pain now, that's been like huge for me in my life and just I've actually wrote a story about it like two days ago just how the routine of our lives like the the, the valleys the low point that's just consistent it's it's not like the, the huge mountains that we're climbing it's not the, the trips it's everything else it's the experience of daily living that we you don't really see but that has to be a gift also that's got that's a gift in itself and we got to treat that like the experience that it is and make every day an experience that you're excited about and i mean this is kind of getting off onto a different topic but it is in the low points too that make us appreciate those exceptional moments in our lives like i love traveling more than anything and because it's just such a unusual thing. It's an experience where I'm learning and I'm out in the world, uncomfortable, just learning about life. At this point, my at this point of my personal journey, that's all I want to do is want to learn and and figure out what you know my connection to it all is. But those low points, or just even just the just the the bare minimum points, I guess, um, are crucial. If everything in our lives is just pure good and um excitement and you know we wouldn't appreciate it as much so kind of understanding that and flipping the switch to be able to see that the routine and those points where you're not super excited about that those are crucial as well and figure out a way to make that part of your life an experience in itself something to be enjoyed and really treasured what are some of the the small things that
0: you do that you look forward to the, the small things that give you that excitement and make the ordinary mundane day a little more exciting.
1: Yeah. So, you know, writing, obviously. Um, a long walk. Yeah. riding and <laughs> walking. Well, it's funny because those are the two things. Um, writing just helps me to see every day for what it is. And it's how I write down what I'm noticing that's beautiful in the world. And just being in, in Del Mar, like this new place I live is just absolutely gorgeous, like going on. Uh, a long walk just like the clouds are so dramatic right now and like the sun sets I'm just so grateful I could just go out there and just appreciate like the changing colors of the sky and then like last night I was just like wow like it's just it's completely dark now but I was noticing these lights in the sky and it was just making me wonder about like every day is a blessing and a gift just to be alive and you know I have eyes I can notice these things I have legs I could move wherever I want I could breathe normally like it is just a blessing to be alive every day and just being grateful and slowing down really helps me appreciate that. Like, um, I'm a new place here and by myself and just saying like what I'm grateful for before dinner, like it's, you know, it's easy just to jump into dinner, but I'm like, All right, take a moment. Like, what are you really grateful for? And I just look around it and then it makes me happy. And that really has been powerful to myself. Um, just taking stock of, of where you are and what you're grateful for in this moment.
0: That's the, bigg- the, the biggest, <laughs> that's the biggest reframe, really, is, wow, I can walk. I can go to the gym today. I have enough food to eat. And so I think I do that a lot is when I'm, I'm stressed out about work or whatever it is that I'm doing, just doing a total reframe and realizing how good you have it and how much freedom. So maybe you feel like you're trapped and you feel you feel like you can't travel because of the coronavirus but think about the freedom you have within your own home to move about think about the freedom you have to speak about things you want to speak about and think ideas that you want to think we have so much freedom that other countries don't have so just being grateful for that and then uh, you mentioned a night walk I think that is something that everyone needs to do more of (laughs) myself included I found myself Saturday night I normally go to bed pretty early because i'm 95 at heart but it was it was after my bedtime and i just decided to go for a night walk and an hour and a half later i was in a neighborhood up on a hill just overlooking i could still make out the ocean a little bit and it was so beautiful and i was just thinking about my life and what kind of man i want to be and what my definition of success was and i realized that my definition of success is only it's only four or five things it's optimal physical and mental health. It's loving relationships and great human connection. It's freedom both financially and freedom to travel. And then the last piece is fulfillment feeling that what I'm doing is making the world a better place, or at least that I'm positively impacting other people's lives and feeling that what I'm doing is, is I'm following my purpose and I don't think I would have had those thoughts if I hadn't found myself alone at night in a neighborhood I didn't know about. So just making space to have that self-discovery is important.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, making space to think. And I love that you say that. It's something that I'm really like, it's become huge in my life. And um, it's it's become like my sole focus is kind of the the mindset shift that everything we need is really within us as opposed to being in one place and having things kind of built around me. Like I have my happiness and joy inside of me and I want to bring that with me just out into the world. So that's I think what makes me like so curious about exploring and just kind of getting out there and having these different experiences and just learning. It's because we have all that we need within us. It's, it's joy, it's the being a light to others, it's just sharing who we are. With the world, and I think we're really discovering that at this point of our lives, and realizing that freedom is the most just essential thing—the freedom of your own thoughts, the freedom to think for yourself—it's huge. And if you can find a way to kind of connect with that, you know, it just makes me so much puts me in such a better place every time I really harp on that idea.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm always pleasantly surprised by what happens inside my head or outside my head the unique strange circumstances I get into when I make space for that freedom and I schedule time so I schedule time to go on a walk by myself or I decide to surf by myself or just like go to a restaurant or store by myself and I think that would be a really good challenge is schedule time to just be by yourself out in the world somewhere and see what happens Mm -hmm. maybe It'll give you the mental freedom to think about something that has been on your mind, but you've been shoving it down because you have so many things on your to-do list. Or maybe you'll just meet someone who you wouldn't normally meet. Maybe you'll strike up a conversation with a elderly gentleman who will tell you to read Plato. Then <laughs> <Been> there. <laughs> Any, anything is possible. I think that is something that I'm going to focus on this next week. And I would encourage everyone listening listening to this to give it a try as well.
1: So that's going to do it for this week's episode we had a lot of fun with this one you know it's just us musing us thinking and wondering but where our lives are headed and we hope we can inspire you guys as well because we're on this journey just as much as everybody else and this stuff really comes from the heart so we'll see you next time hope you enjoyed it